Hey everybody, welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast. This is the issue-by-issue issue retrospective about Nintendo Power Magazine and all the shenanigans that uh, we get up to. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always is my co-host, Mike. Hello. And John is not with us this evening, but we have a surprise guest live in studio. Woot woot. Hey, guys. Welcome. Welcome. Return return guest, Brandon, and co-host of The Taste Test. Boswell. Boswell, yes. <laughs> a perfect title. Hey, guys. <laughs> How you guys been? <laughs> well, it's been an interesting week, put it yeah, that way. Yeah, you must be having a real fun time there. Oh, I, I can't wait to just not go on Facebook ever again or open mm. the newspaper until <laughs> the next four years, and then I can go vote again. <laughs> have, if you're lucky. Have all if your, you're lucky. <laughs> have all your yeah. uh, Latina, Muslim, and black neighbors just like started putting for sale signs on their houses? Uh no, not yet. Not yet. Really? So so I shouldn't be expecting any company anytime soon. <laughs> no one is going to be making good on those threats because they realize mm. it's like a six year process. <laughs> well, I've started the tunnel, so <laughs> that's the best. That's just just tunnel your way over here, man. We'll be on the other side. We'll wait. There for you me. go. All right, very good. Geographically, it's more fitting for his people for uh, his area to move to Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There you go. That too. I just need to avoid the northern states is the thing. They'll spot me and it'll be like, you know, uh, what's that one with the um, Keith Sutherland's dad? Donald Sutherland? Pod people one? Oh, body snatchers? Oh, body yeah. snatchers. They're just going to look at me and go, yeah, turn around. <laughs> <laughs> they see me like not wearing like a, a white hood. I saw, you know? <laughs> I saw probably the best thing about this whole thing on Facebook today, and it was uh, like a joke post, but somebody said that, the, that they're offering marriage for green cards, and the bidding starts at $50,000. And I was oh, like, that is genius. Wow. <laughs> I can get a wife and $50,000? Mm. God dang. Yeah. And, and even if she takes half of it in the divorce, I'm, yeah. I'm up 25 Gs. I'm up 25 Gs. <laughs> she gets a sweet little green card out of it. I don't yeah. care what she does. Better get a prenup put together. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, so our, all right. You know, so, this is about this is about an issue of Nintendo Power. Yeah. Yes. Um, so volume forty from volume. September of this is ninety two, I believe. Yep. Yes. Uh, and this is Felix the Cat on the cover here, and he's standing on some kind of green world. I'm guessing that's the moon. Uh, saying a, he's got a brand new bag of NES tricks. Yeah, I think that's his... Um, in the show, they reference that the moon is made of cheese a few times. I think that's what that is. Mm. Anyone know why they decided to make a Felix the Cat game in 1982? Um, Fucking I have no idea. Do you idea. remember the Felix the Cat cartoon? From, like, the 50s? Yeah, that's well, what that I was, was a TV. Sh- that was a TV series, but they also had a Felix the Cat animated movie. Yeah. And it actually was oh, one of the first okay. uses of CGI for the uh, cat intro at the beginning. Then no, I don't remember that movie. <laughs> I think I remember. Oh, I th- you know, I think I remember brief trailer snippets. I don't think I ever saw it. It was terrifying. Uh, the the trailer was terrifying. That's all I remember about that. I like that movie. It had some good music. It was pretty interesting. Yeah, I don't thoroughly remember the movie myself, but I do uh, vaguely remember you know being a kid and being amazed by it and. Uh, Something about that just made me want to play the game. And the show itself, I remember it kind of being around, being like mm-hmm. reruns of it and whatnot. But uh, all I know is my dad knows the theme song. In which, in which, and the because cat, now he can the wonderful, wonderful cat. 
whenever he, he gets, gets into, into a fist. fist. He reaches, reaches into, into his, his bag. bag of tricks. Okay, we are. You guys are thinking about one thing, and I am not. Oh, yeah, because the movie... <laughs> oh, you know what? I know what I was thinking of. Totally different, unrelated cat cartoon. Billy mm, the Cat. Heathcliff? Does anybody remember Billy the Cat? No. no. Is that a boy, thing? Got, a boy trapped in the body of a cat. That's a that sounds like a cat. Kevin Spacey movie. <laughs> <laughs> called Nine Lives, which was released this year. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Uh, wow, it all, oh my god. It all the Felix the Cat movie came out in 1988, and it had that CGI no. intro, so it was uh, pretty neat. And it, oh, oh my god, it wasn't just an American movie, it was also collaborated with Hungary, and it was directed <laughs> by Tibor Hernadi. Wow, that's a fantastic name. Mm. I know, sounds it like, sounds a basic, like, like a mean hero. Yeah, like like a, <laughs> a like badass East- black cyborg cop. That's like a Tibor. <laughs> that's an Eastern European wrestler right there. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a Sergeant Tibor. Oh, Sarge, uh, Hitler cop's new rookie, Sergeant Tibor. <laughs> Sergeant Tibor. <laughs> and it's, a, it's spelled T-I-B-O-R. Like it's a very Tibor. Like, like very Middle Easterny. I don't know. He's a Tyborg. Where, where would you think that that name actually or, or originates from? Hungary, of course. Of that Eastern Europe, apparently. Because it's in the... <laughs> Jesus Oh, Christ. my God. Look at the, Russia, pro- the pro- yeah. production credits on this. Josef Butyar, Don Ariolo, Janos Schenk, Christian Schneider. Okay, so all those sound like normal names when he reads them, but when I read them, <laughs> it's Josef's Butjar... Butch- <laughs> Butt-jar. 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 Don Orlo, which, you know, that's pretty straightforward. You don't want to open the butt-jar. Yeah. Janos. It's closed. It's on on the shelf next to the cum box. And then Christian (laughs) Schneider. Christian Schneider. Any relation to Christian Schlater? (laughs) I was going to say, is he any relation to Scott Schneider? Oh, my God. The music was by Christopher L. Stone. Don't know who that is. But uh, mm. it had a budget of. It didn't come mi- out in the states. It had a budget of nine million dollars, and it only made one point nine million at the box office. Ouch! So it was a dud. <laughs> Major stinker. Wow. That's not how you do it, guys. Who knew that, who knew that making a uh, who knew that an Eastern European collaboration with a uh, at the time thirty year old <laughs> forgotten cartoon right. that's that people only remember as wall clocks. <laughs> yeah, just weird, weird melting wall. Wouldn't, wouldn't do so good. <laughs> right. It's got musical numbers. Oh, yeah, All I right. remember Sly as a Fox, and, uh... Yeah, and that's I remember it. The, the music was good. <laughs> okay. Face to well, the wind. That's the fart jar. <laughs> nice. The All right, well, shuffle. we'll dig into the game, to the, uh, game in a little bit here, and we can yeah. talk about Felix some more. Let's, let's dig into the inside cover, though. So we've got... An advertisement here. Uh, I don't think we've seen this before. It says, want more power? Join the club. No silly hats, no super secret handshakes, no hard-to-earn merit badges. It does tons of cool stuff. So this is a Nintendo Power subscription uh, advertisement, of course. And we got a stack of uh, Nintendo Powers here with uh, Street Fighter Two on the front. <laughs> with Guile and his broken leg attack. <laughs> 
Yeah. Just look at his look at that foot. I mean, like he he he's going into a cast. I don't think Ben was there for that episode. No, I was not. I missed that one. I think it looks like he's breaking his ankle though for sure. Yeah. We, we just that, that <laughs> he's just got he, he's somehow rolling his ankle and his kneecap at the same time. I still yeah. hold to the to the fact that maybe he's trying to land on it, anticipating his momentum, but I feel like he's still gonna bust it by. He's action. kicking forward so hard. He knows he's gonna roll his ankle the other way. Yeah. So he's mm-hmm. trying to land on the side so it rolls onto the surface. Onto the flat, yeah. Yeah, onto the flat. <laughs> and he's still going to fuck it all up. Like, let's be real. <laughs> Thinking isn't Guile's strong suit. Yeah. And also, like, out of the three of us, are any of us ever going to be in the air hurtling in that direction and ever going to need to know how to not break your leg? Because <laughs> no. I'm going to try my best to avoid that situation every time. Yeah, yeah. If, I have to, if I have to do a flying kick to somebody... I'm already no. fucked. I if you, if you ever camera. see my legs that far apart, just call a doctor immediately. <laughs> a I'm problem. probably lying on my back on the ground. <laughs> right. Just phone I'm somebody. in extreme pain. <laughs> <laughs> you win. Whatever. Just call Dr. Bison. Right. Yeah. Get Dulcim so, over here. Yeah. He's a doctor, right? All Indian people are doctors, right? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> the league works that way. <laughs> He's just making tea when your legs are busted. Just, be- just because I have achieved personal enlightenment does not know how how, how to settle a compound fracture. <laughs> I, I know some how more to, tea. I know how to Gonna settle to fix your, your groin. <coughs> I I know how to settle your spirit. <laughs> Lovely. So they're offering. Here's all the stuff you get with the subscription. You get a top secret password player's guide. You get power certificates. You get power trading cards. You get a superpower issue. Power cleaning service. Oh boy. And of course, a subscription. What is a power cleaning service? Basically, uh, you you get a free cleaning You go to a Nintendo World Class Service Center. Um, And you just be like, bitch, I'm a member. I want to stop seeing this blinking screen. Oh, yeah, they, I thought it was like after you played Nintendo for like, you know, three weeks straight and your fucking boxers are still like oh. stuck to you. You go to one of these places and they just power wash you down. <laughs> Told you that's what they're doing now. cleaning service, right? <laughs> my, Excuse me, I can't walk. My underwear have fastened themselves to me. My yeah. son is... I need my, you to power you have to call. You have to, you have to call the hotline. You're like, I am surrounded by empty bags of Doritos and Mountain, Mountain Dew cans. Every I can't I exit my house. Every time the pile falls again. I am Confused to my couch. Send help. <laughs> I've, I've just I've just maintained enough buoyancy to stay on top of the sea of pop cans, but every time I shift, I sink a little bit. <laughs> you have to come quickly, dude. I had a friend that I worked with at uh, Blockbuster Video, the worst job ever, and uh, he was like an assistant manager. And he did he need to ride home one day, so I took him home. I ended up being friends with this guy, but like he was like. Very short, and he slept in the closet. Um, so he had his mattress like folded up inside the closet, and then in his room, it had the only lights he had were like the blinking Christmas lights of multicolors, huh. and then there was a single small space on the floor that was actually bare. Like so you can see the carpet, yeah. and the rest of it up to the corners of the <laughs> of the for, room. Was it for his bucket? <laughs> <laughs> no, the rest of it up the corners of the room was just like trash and like dirty what? clothes. So he did this by choice. Like he, he was short enough that he could get away with sleeping in the closet without being uncomfortable. But he left so much evidence. 
But yeah, and then so he just like filled the rest of his room with garbage and was like, "Fuck yes." If I could yes. live inside, if I could live inside a store rent free, I would be a fucking meticulous like, guy. I would leave no trace of my existence. Yeah, that is like the 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 epitome of like the Bender's closet paradox, where like he opens the other side of the closet and it's an entire apartment. And you're like, "Why the fuck are you in the closet? I don't understand. What are you doing?" <laughs> That's amazing. Can yeah. we look that guy up and get him on an episode? No. <laughs> no. I, 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 I'm still in touch with him, but no. I'm not going to even get him on. The blockbuster he's like, living in doesn't have cell reception anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the blockbusters he, are all closed down. The, the, he's still in the blockbuster, but it just doesn't have a landline connection anymore. Yeah. Oh, no he's, he's an interesting dude. He had like a mail or a bride kind of thing where he met his like girlfriend on the internet. They mar- he went over there, they got married, they came back, and they got a place together, and when I visited them together, he didn't like like uh, any kind of heat or sunlight coming in, so he had like tin foil taped to all like the windows. Dude, what's, and wrong? what's wrong with blackout drapes? All you could hear, because like the air, the AC was going, was like the sound of like tin foil like crinkling. And like, <laughs> he had bought... Um, he told me one time that he couldn't go to work because he had to go to the ER for something. I'm like, oh, what happened? Well, he had bought like this, uh, this ornamental, expensive looking like dagger kind of thing, like a blonde <laughs> from like Elder Scrolls or Lord of the Rings or some shit. Yeah. And he like hung is out on that, the wall. Is that the home divorce kit? He hung out on the wall and apparently it fell off and just got him right through the leg. Oh my God. <laughs> that totally happens in an episode of Futurama. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They have like two sabers up on the wall, and Hermes is using them for for uh, limboing. And then he leans against the the fireplace, and one just falls off and slices his head clean off. And that's like the beginning of the whole episode. That's yeah. amazing. This guy literally just lived Futurama before it happened. He d- he told me his uh, his dad was like a turquoise uh, carver. And um, <laughs> what's he doing living in a blockbuster instead of living off that turquoise carving money? Yeah. Well, <laughs> those, that doesn't make him that much money. Trust me. There's only so many old people in Indian casinos you can sell that shit to. <laughs> so anyways, apparently his dad was carving some uh, um, some of this turquoise stone and a shard flew off and like blew open one of his eyes. So then, like, during the recovery period, apparently he decided it was a great idea to carve a false eye out of turquoise. Wow, that is actually epic. Shit. Yeah. So, that's Nate for you. I called him Meat. (laughs) Anyways, back to the magazine. Yeah, we got the power trading cards that have, like, Psycho Imp Mega Man (laughs) leading the pack. Those would have been cool back in the day. I would have collected the shit out of those, I bet you. I think I'm I did. I'm pretty sure I have those. Nice. I had those, but There's then again, with, with all my paper though. medium and my never prominent storage oh, space. Oh, you get six every month. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Do yeah. they give them out randomly, or does every, like, does every issue get the same six? Well, let me consult all the friends I had back then. Okay, Dylan. Yeah. I don't okay, remember. Fair enough. I probably have a few, but it wasn't... These weren't that great. They weren't like cards by themselves. Like it was just like an insert sheet that had yeah. like perforated lines on it. Yeah, it was yeah. like six of them cut, put together where you cut them apart, and they didn't have like that much yeah. on the back. Yeah, they were really yeah. kind of crap quality. It wasn't like nice, independent, shiny. You know, it's free. What more do you want? Is it much. me or 
Is, is Mario, like, right beside a Dragon Ball? <laughs> it looks like he's kind of like, like, right behind Mega Man's name, there's a Dragon Ball sitting right there, and he's, like, guarding it. Is he throwing a fireball as well? <laughs> looks like he's winding up with a fireball. You know that, or he's mm-hmm. just catching a lot of sunlight. Yeah. It's glistening off the zits. Yeah. So, but. then we see the power of choice. Mm-hmm. We saw this before, right? I think we talked yeah. about this. Yeah, but instead it's of a, a uh, but instead of a side view of a woman with a baby, <laughs> this is a different choice. This is a different choice. Lovely. This is the right choice to make. Clearly, <laughs> definitely not Sophie's choice. The, this is the this is the inarguably good choice. Yeah, right. So but, then we've uh, got the table of contents, and we have the dick nose dryer has placed his. Uh, Arched out the bottom right here. We've got a dude sitting in an inner tube playing oh, yeah, a dead. Game Boy. With there's a game link cable <laughs> going underwater where there's yeah. apparently a shark. But is the shark also playing? Yeah, he's playing I, with the shark. I have to imagine the shark has the other end of the game yeah. link and is playing against him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's hitting the buttons with his teeth. I like to imagine that there's an outlet at the bottom of the pool that he's plugged into, and the <laughs> pool is just a trap for dumb people. You can't, you can't, yeah. But, well, if you had the ability to charge your Game Boy through the right. port, but that nope. would have been a great. No, they had cables. They were not for charging. Charging cables. No, they were just data link cables. No, yeah. no. I mean, they had um, power cables. Like I had the. Mm-mm. Black you're thinking of. Uh, you're thinking of uh, game of uh, Game Gear, right? Yeah. No, no, no. No, they would need a battery pack, and the original Game Boy didn't have a battery pack that you no. could charge. I'm pretty positive that there is a you port. Could run it, you could run it without batteries. There was a DC port Yeah. at the bottom. Yeah, that's mm. what I'm talking about. This is okay. on the side. Oh, though. yeah, no, well, obviously the illustrations have to be perfect, but I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not out of my mind. I remember uh, being I'm, a kid. I'm pretty sure he's nailed the species of shark here, <laughs> just by the fin. This man strives for accuracy. Among him, his and his, oh, among him and his penis he, family. Oh, speaking penis of... Uh, it, <laughs> this the guy mouse. is in for some trouble, because if you look at the right of the inflatable tube, there's air coming out. Yeah. yeah so he's, he's got a limited amount of time to uh, finish that game before the shark uh, realizes <laughs> it's game over. I want to know where I can get my hands on uh, that sick fucking Nintendo Power bathing suit that he's got. Mm. Like That just screams like Zach Morris. Like... Everything about that. I just want to be in Saved by the Bell and wear those shorts mm. to school and just be like, yeah, guys, radical. I think that's I'm pretty that, sure you can just gut like a watermelon and write NP on the side of it and be just as cool. <laughs> just as good. Because that's exactly what it looks like to me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like as soon as, as, soon as the raft starts thinking, then he'll just look at the camera and be like, freeze frame. <laughs> yeah, freeze frame. And then just walk across water because apparently he has the ability to stop time. Mm. Yeah, once he stops time, and, you know. Oh my God, it all makes sense it. now. Zach Morris is Jesus Christ. <laughs> he did come back. Wow. Yeah, actually, back. it's funny. He just hung. But instead of bringing a message of peace and love, he came here to antagonize Mr. Belding. That's actually yeah. a funny point. Have you guys heard that? Uh, I think it's like a, I don't know, just a fan theory about Saved by the Bell about the fact that like Zach is. Jesus, because he can do the time freeze and whatever. He does all these, like, things and, in, in, like, fourth wall breaks mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And it's like, uh... Well, uh, while Brandon is trying <laughs> to formulate... I'm like, Brandon he just drifted off. His, <laughs> he's trying to formulate his thought. But I thought okay. the Saved by the Bell was that, like, it, like it's a dream where he control because he mm. controls everything. Maybe. So, we got the player's pulse with, uh, again, more superpowers... What the the Game Boy section says, from time travel to space travel, Game Boys are everywhere. Where would you play? Here's what some of you said. 
And uh, Bobby D's Nuts <laughs> said... <laughs> his name is Bobby Dizful. Dizful. But these uh, nuts full. Oh, he's up. Uh, maybe that's where John is. He's maybe he's beating Bobby D's nuts. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so he says, "I'd play on the sun in a garbage truck in a junkyard in the middle of the Pacific Ocean." I assume these are all different spots. Otherwise, this guy's retarded. <laughs> in the center of the Earth, or when I'm going off on a 700-mile-high dive. Mm. And considering that Felix Baumgartner's dive was only 24 miles high, yeah, this guy is apparently diving off Alpha Centauri. Yeah, he's, he's literally just, I mean, he's already at the sun, so then he just takes like a leap of faith <laughs> and just uses the express mode it's to get back to Earth. It's getting a little dry here, I better jump to Earth. <laughs> Maybe he's thinking he's going to, when he dies, he wants his ashes spread over all these places. I'm pretty sure the Hulk jumps from the, from the, from the moon to the Earth. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many miles away the moon is. Mm, many. Next, that, that Travis Rajewski says the most... Um, well, he's got a problem. He's in Kentucky. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Travis. Hardly knew you. The most excellent place to play would be on the rings of Saturn doing an 18,000 degree spin. What an awesome experience. Travis, so, you're a dickhead. Yeah, the, these people I don't so think far... I don't think he understands how degrees work either. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, you're, just, you're a dickhead, Travis. Stop trying yeah. to sound smart. Yeah, like a 180 degree is a spin. A 720 would be spinning while rotating. No, like, 180 like would top be like top to a... bottom and then left to right at the same time. Because that would be 180 by something. That's not mm. quite how that the, works either. You don't add up the degrees, but I mean, like if you're spinning around and then you're going up and down, that's 180 and like a vertical 180. Yeah. But like to do uh, and you know, like a 1080, you all you got to do, do is keep rotating on the same axis over mm -hmm. and over again. Like a clock every day does like... Oh, uh, shit, we're, we're, messing, we're messing with math. That's Brandon's mistress. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just I just thoroughly remember playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater and just being like, yeah, I finally what, did my 1080 fucking hang what, time. What was his 720 then? Didn't he come up with a game like Tony Hawk's 720? Yeah, but it's, it's, it's one and a half turns. Mm. Like 360 is a full turn. Like I'm facing you, and I turn all the way around. And I'm right. facing you again. 720 is I'm facing you. Start. I turn all the way around till I'm facing mm. you, and then I end facing away from me. And this has uh, been yeah. learning about degrees. <laughs> Geometry with Chef Brandon. <laughs> all right, and we got Brian Cook says, "How about on Mount Rushmore to show the presidents what they're missing?" At least one guy here is I like fucking reasonable. Guy. Yeah, this guy is on mm. point. All these other guys are. Oh. like, I want to commit suicide. I want to be in a sphere <laughs> where all the weight of the earth and the right. air will crush me. Yeah. I want to be in the middle of the Pacific Ocean where, again, the weight of the water will crush me and I will be eaten by horrible disgusting alien looking <laughs> monstrosities that have never seen the light of day because of the because of the last whims of a caring god yeah or I would rather play on the sun incinerated <laughs> in a garbage truck crushed in a junkyard tetanus what? Yeah. These people are fucking. These guys, these two guys are fucking insane. I love to think that that this guy who's suggesting the Mount Rushmore option is actually thinking that eventually Trump will get onto the Mount Rushmore. Oh no! And then along with you know playing your Game Boy and showing him what he's missing, we can also like lecture him and give him some proper education while he's up there. Mm. And, and take a duke on his hair. And take a duke. Mm. Well, take a duke on his fake toupee. How would you yeah. carve that into? So, the 
Well, this guy, this next guy here, well, uh, he's I'm definitely pretty, calling I'm pretty, it. I'm pretty sure he'd find a way to make Canada pay for that toupee. I'm surprised so, nobody's uh, uh, nobody's uh, edited a picture of like Mount Rushmore with his fucking head over top. He's like, gonna put his face on all of them. Yeah, like in <laughs> full color. All four of them. Yeah, in full color. Like that's that terrible like sandy brown color. <laughs> Each head for a year of Trump. <laughs> Lovely. So the next guy, apparently, uh, he says, I choose to play it on a mountain of $100 bills. After I was done playing, I could buy some more games to try out. Finally, some sense. This guy's my fucking mm. hero. This guy, I kind of like him because I'd be like, yeah, I would do that. Like, if somebody like came up to me and said, here's a Game Boy, you can play it anywhere, and we'll make it happen. I'd be like, I'll play on a pile of, mm. uh, like, a mountain of $100 bills. And as soon as they give me the Game Boy, I'm just like, fuck you guys. I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> you, got the, you got the $100, boy. You can buy another Game Boy. I'm out. Yeah. You, you got you got all those money and you're in Michigan. Try reviving Detroit. I, I totally play them. Like they'll never do this, you know. And then like they come around, they're like, "Here's your Game Boy. There's the mountain of money." And I'd be like, "Oh, neat." So, Brandon, you want to read one? Yeah. Um, I like. I, I would play in front of the four in front of four TVs. I play Game Boy with one hand and use my other hand to control my NES and Super NES controllers and run the and run the power pad while watching my favorite TV program. Captain N and Super Mario Bros. Now this guy, he kind of knows what's up. Dan Lee from St. Albans. I run that same, you know, that's how I'd be. Yeah, more like Saint, <laughs> more like Saint Adderall. Yeah. yeah. The means are doing everything not well, basically. <laughs> I'm doing You're everything You're not focused mediocre. on any one thing. Yeah. I want I want to fail spectacularly <laughs> at everything, everything at the same yes. time. Apparently. <laughs> During seventh period English, I'd link up with three other people and play F1. Uh, well, Mrs. Musket gives kids detention. Yeah, gives mm. kids detention. I want. I just want to see like while well, the the teachers like walking up and down and like everybody's supposed to be doing their studies or writing down their homework, mm. and then these four kids in the back have got like a cable between the desk and she just trips and eats shit. Like that would be so good. Just lays out mm. the old lady and she just has no idea why. Yeah, they both they both turn away from their desk. Yeah, and the and that just tightens the cord and yeah. the old lady goes sailing. Yeah, they try to like hide it at the same time and it just like ping. <laughs> I kind of did that in a shitty uh, calculus class in high school. So there wasn't Game Boys. It was the TIA3 graphing calculators. Oh, yeah. They had like a Tetris clone, and you could have like a a link between them. Yeah, there was a few different (laughs) things for those calculators. I remember there was a snake game that you could get that you had to put into it. There was the Tetris one. Yep. Those T9s were good shit. Yeah. Yeah, and that's from Chris Kundmuller, which really (laughs) sounds like a German porn name, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Mm. Kundmuller. Well, I was, thinking job. Cunt, I was thinking cunt Mueller, but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tiffany leave it, Lampkins. Leave it, leave it to Brandon to always find the alternate joke. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Tiffany Lampkins said, I play at the factory where the games are made because when I finished one game, I could play another one. A sensible human. Yeah. Mm. And she's a lady. What are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, uh, Colin McCall from Corte Madera, California. I'd play in another galaxy, preferably in the Butterfinger galaxy, but our own Milky Way will do. Well, Colin, you're a dumb shit because the Butterfinger galaxy isn't real. <laughs> yeah. 
Plus, you don't even you didn't news even flash a moron. Pl- you didn't even designate a planet moron. You'd be floating in the ether. <laughs> the best part would be like he's typing in or whatever. It's like destination not found, and it just ejects him into empty space. Four oh four galaxy not found. Yeah. <laughs> also, I like to think that if there is like he does accidentally find a Butterfinger's galaxy, nobody there can play games because they're all Butterfingers. They're all dr- they, yeah. <laughs> like, just, they never advance past the Stone Age because yeah. they kept dropping everything. Yeah, exactly. So they're just like entirely clumsy. And he's like the god to them. What is that uh, mystical device with tiny buttons? He just like shows up and immediately drops his Game Boy and shatters. Oh yeah, it's the, the end of the world. <laughs> there was well, time. Twilight Zone. There was time enough at last. All the time. <laughs> that would be me. I'd be sitting there at the end of the world with my emulator and all the games and then the battery would die. There's electricity no in the cable. air. The phone is always charged. <coughs> this is perfect. I yeah. will be a... No. Oh, no. No. Oh, God, no. Oh, no, no. No. <laughs> yeah. Grant Gordon. Because I'm a dickhead. Be lots Grant. of light, lots of batteries. Grant Gordon from New Jersey says it would be awesome to play at Nintendo headquarters in Washington with all the pros. Uh, I think you said that wrong. I think that's pronounced Nintendo headquarters. Headquarters. <laughs> headquarters. In like Washington, awesome. Washington, with all the pros, it would be real awesome to play it in Nintendo it'd be, headquarters. It'd be wicked awesome. Wicked awesome, bro. Hanging out with the pros, <laughs> just, pumping the juice. <laughs> then after that, we're gonna smash that princess. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sadie Singleton from the Bronx says once in That's Super an Mario World. Character. Sadie Singleton. I, yeah, I would play sure. Super Mario Land against Mario while making sure Yoshi didn't eat my Game Boy. Oh, she she knows the dangers. This girl this girl prepares. Mm-hmm. I think I like to think of like Sadie Singleton as like a oh fuck a Riverdale citizen. That's like the the, the like the one that the, never commits. No, but like I, I was gonna say like the exact same looking as like Betty, but is like black hair or whatever instead, and she's like That's the distant cousin. <laughs> Okay, well, you're right. But okay, a different of the three like redheads. No, because that's Betty. Brandon, no, yours is a jughead. Blonde. Is Betty blonde? Betty's blonde. Veronica's a brunette, so you oh, have to Archie's throw in a redhead. redhead. Mm. Oh, so that's what it'd be. That's, uh, okay, yeah, so, so she's like the evil cousin redhead, and she comes into town and like, you know, whisks Archie away. She puts out to all the guys and never asks for a commitment. Yeah, that's it. That's mm. why her name is Singleton. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <sighs> <laughs> okay, so Penn Wilbert says, I would play in the center of the earth where it would be nice and quiet. I would be sure to bring lots of batteries so I could spend hours, days, even years playing away from my two maniac brothers who are always fighting and creating tons of noise. Uh, I'm pretty sure the sound of the earth's core spinning would be would avenge, would be uh, pretty droning. Well, you get crushed by the <laughs> gravity for one. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, we're also kind of overlooking the fact that the actual center of the earth is liquid metal. Right. So, <laughs> so you'd be, you be dead. You're just a whole lot of dead. Like, yeah. either way you want to take it. You're and just and, and notice how these are guys. Yeah. <laughs> these guys are real fucking idiots. I like Craig's idea here. Craig Haybor. Haybor. Haybor in uh, Penelis, Pine Lass, Pineless Park, Florida. Penelis. 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 Penisless Park. Penisless <laughs> Park in Florida. He says, Kinda he lasts. choose another dimension. I would play my Game Boy inside of a Game Boy. This guy went Inception oh, like 40 years before Inception was ever that's, accepted. That's, that's fucking suicide, man. Unless you're Captain. We America. have to go deeper. We have to go deeper. Put in another cartridge. 
<laughs> Every time it's like four guys like sitting around with their their link cables all linked up is the device that they we, use we, to go in. We we have to spin the top. Make sure it does a eighteen thousand degree spin. <laughs> That'll give us enough time. <laughs> if it does anything less, then this must be somebody else's game. Hmm. Uh, Damon Rawls. Uh, I wonder if his sister Cinnamon is single. <laughs> when the fuck did you turn into W.C. Fields? <laughs> My little chickadee. I see you got yourself some jokes. <laughs> he says he would help Samus on uh, on in Metroid on SR. SR388. Is that the name of the planet, though? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay, well... I'm, it's I'm also the name of a punk rock band from the 90s. Okay. See, I was wondering it's, if I recognized it. It's SR71. It. I'm just kidding. Okay, no? All right. So, <laughs> defeat the Magic Queen, we'd, we'd chow down on space burgers and shakes. Well, I don't know. You've seen that tight metal suit that Sal- yeah, Samus has to like fit into? Yeah, I feel like she's going to be like, nah, mm. I'm more into like the salads and stuff. Probably salads, vegan. some water. Definitely vegan. I'll have, a, I'll have a nice spinach salad. Actually, I'm on the no-food diet. I just go into my ship and sit in my energy pod. <laughs> you know that I have to be able to roll up into a ball at will, right? So I have to watch what I put inside me. Yeah, so yeah. I, can't, I can't have food anymore because, you know, you do not want to be in that ball when you got to poop. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> you ever you ever eat something and then crunch up into a tiny ball <laughs> and then you literally have your face right up to your butt mm. you do not yeah. want to fart <laughs> so if she squeeze up to a ball after like eating a burrito does this like squeeze out yeah like a like tube of toothpaste, toothpaste? <laughs> yeah just like it <laughs> that's probably why she probably yeah, has to you know she's on like a empty empty the uh, <laughs> empty the old colon there before she rolls into a ball yeah. That's why there hasn't been a Metroid movie. Yeah. She has to like run off to a cave and just like drop trowel and make sure that everything's empty before she <laughs> before she inverts yeah. herself. Stephen Horn. Yeah, Metroid, the prequel. It's just like Samus like taking a newspaper into the bathroom. <laughs> Doing okay. like doing like yoga, she got her Lululemons on, and she's like, "Okay, a little bit closer this time, a little bit closer, one day at a time." Yeah, just doing <laughs> her stretches every day. There you go. All right, Steve Horn says, "I'd play in a hotel in Las Vegas because there's nothing else to do when you're eight years old." This guy, this guy's a level-headed kid. I, mm. Yeah, but why are you in Las Vegas when you're eight? Because your parents dragged you there. Well, I mean, so like what I did when I was in Las Vegas. Because I mean, it's a whole <laughs> state, but he's in no. Novi? He's in Novi, Michigan, but I guess like his parents took him to Las Vegas so they could, you know, right. gamble and debauch. <laughs> yeah, so that they could, yep. uh, so, you know, because that's when they, that's why they mortgaged the house before they went there. <laughs> they were gonna like just pay off the damn thing, or you know, just be homeless in Vegas. Yeah, and, and and his poor ass got stuck along in the hotel room. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So Lawrence Miller from Wichita, Kansas, said, "I'd build a time machine, go back to twenty thousand BC, and show all the prehistoric people how to have fun Nintendo style." Shut up, Lawrence! You're gonna die a black lung. You're an idiot. Yeah, they're gonna fucking kill you because you're a wizard. You're a wizard, and as soon as you show up, you're gonna get a spear through the fucking forehead, and they're gonna wear your skull like a goddamn necklace. They will, they will yeah. cut your your head open to see what is going on inside there. <laughs> you, and then your Game Boy. You will be mm-hmm. an artifact found in the fucking. Uh, oh, that would be dope. You, though. You, you will be. Yeah, imagine that. You die viciously and horribly, but then they'll be like, 
what the fuck was this Game Boy doing in the Paleolithic era? <laughs> right. yeah, we, we fucking carbon dated it, and it was built in the 80s, but somehow it got found in these rocks. Yeah, we can we can see this little circuit board with Mega Man carved into it, and yet it's clearly <laughs> next to this guy who's got a fucking tomahawk in his skull. <laughs> How the fuck did they do that? Right. Yep. Okay, so Billy, Billy Tomba. Tomba. Go ahead, Random. Uh, true story. I played my Game Boy in a pool in a bathtub. I put the zip. I put it in a Ziploc bag and made sure the zipper was closed. It worked perfectly, but I couldn't hear the awesome music. Uh, duh! You just cut. You just punch a hole in this with a cord. There you go. Problem <laughs> that solved. Defeats, uh, defeats the purpose. Mike? And they said, "Pretty cool idea, Billy." However, we don't recommend it. Well, yeah. Thanks. No. Okay. Nintendo. Okay. Okay. I see where you're going with this, so I got the better idea. You put a bag over your head for the headphones, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're good. You know, <laughs> I wasn't expecting uh, that. I'll be I had a solution that I wasn't even going to waste everybody's time with, but now that we've gotten into it, <laughs> if you take a baggie and poke a hole in it and then put your headphones through it and designate those as your headphones for in the bathtub because you're an idiot... And then you put glue over the hole. Once your headphones are in it, it'll be sealed. And then you can plug it all in and then ziplock it from the inside. And hope that your headphones are waterproof. Yeah. Well, they're not going to go into the tub. Just like, like the cable. No, but if they're on your head, you wet. slip yeah. in the tub, you go into the water. You get your the speakers will be ruined in. if they get wet, right? Yeah, but obviously. That's why you wear the bag over your head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So okay. what do we got next? Well, we got the power player gets his wish. Way back in your first issue on page 100, you printed a letter from 15-year-old Trey Sullivan of Raymore, Missouri. Is it? Montana. Missouri. Montana, Michigan. Missouri. <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> We're going to get these states right at some point. Alabama. <laughs> so we don't even have to try anymore. Named. Like, Trump's going to change them all to sweet names next, like Exco and... Pioneer. My context wife. <laughs> <laughs> there can only be different, uh, di- different uh, Oil words for pussy. Awesome. <laughs> I, I, I used to live in Arizona. Now I live in huge. 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 Okay, so you I, stayed- live in, I live in the state of Bigly now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, don't, we don't hang out with those people from Loser. Yeah. Yeah, it is fr- it's the state of Missouri. Loser, more like it. <laughs> so he stated that, that was good. Yeah. He stated he didn't think there was a better player than him at Super Mario Brothers. He hoped someday to find a better player because he always liked a good challenge. Well, now he found what he was looking for. He's now 19 and living here in Pacific Grove, California. He's in the Air Force and studying studying Arabic in my class. We both live in the same apartment complex and play the NES, Super NES, and Game Boy together. This kid found his fucking soulmate. Yeah, this this, uh... this only game, the only game he gives me a real run for my money in, and we played 65 different games as John Madden football for the Super NES. I really tripped out when I was going through my back issues and I saw his name and I thought, no way. But I asked him and sure enough it was him. Now he doesn't wish he found a better player. The moral of the story, be careful what you wish for, <laughs> you just might get it. That's nice. pretty friggin' awesome. I'm confused, though. So this is a letter, like... So a, a guy, guy wrote a letter... In the first in the issue. first issue. He wrote a letter that. saying, like, he didn't think there was a better player than him, and he wanted to find a challenge. Okay. And then this guy met him, and he's just like, are you the same snot-nosed bastard that was asking for a challenge? And then they, <laughs> they, 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 like, met each other, had been playing together, and then he recollected yeah. that that article existed. Yeah. So he, he was already buddies with him, and he's just like, 
Hey, you're Wait that a prick. Sec. You're that prick from that magazine. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I thought this hey, was going to be like hey, the I first know you. gay romance in like, you know, <laughs> video game history where it was like, you know, two dudes couldn't beat the same level or whatever and it, all they had to do was come together and focus and literally yeah <laughs> no no let's scat the game <laughs> he's like we link up but without the cable if you know what i mean yeah they're docking but old school <laughs> <laughs> there you go. that's what they call them bad dudes <laughs> uh, like all right bad, so we've got a dudes <laughs> we've <Sorry>. got a <clears throat> call for help from nintendo they say mega man needs your help fuck it if you were wondering who conjures up designs video game characters for example in Mega response. Man 4 what demented person thought up Dustman? sorry to bust your bubble but it wasn't Dr. Wily and they said recently in Japan a contest was held in which game players could submit their ideas for characters weapons and bosses for the upcoming Mega Man 5 <laughs> let me guess Cap- Dustman was done by a cokehead <laughs> Capcom would like to have the same type of input from game players here in the US and Canada Here's the deal. Send us your best ideas for Mega Man characters and we'll pass them along to Capcom. And they'll print their best ideas in their pages and uh, say, place in names, abilities, and drawings of your characters. Artistic talent. Artistic talent is not a requirement. Just think, you could be the person responsible for creating the ultimate challenge for Mega Man. So, so I actually uh, did this. Really? <laughs> Back the, yeah. I sent, huh. uh, my idea was uh, Acid Man. Nice. <laughs> that he could like melt melt not like acid is and like oh, you know drugs geez, man. Why did take the fun he, just, out of everything? he just sits it was there like, with his arm out for the whole battle just like trying to count his fingers <laughs> no he just touched like as soon as you attack him you are now tripping on balls and then he just sits in the corner oh, yeah, you, you, like, you get like faded things. amoebas like just yeah. like fading in and out like like uh, like sunspots yeah then if you manage to kill him by accident by just being a junkie and running around the room flailing then you get the power to make other people stoned off their tree <laughs> you got you got you, you yeah. got trip ray. Yeah, you got trip ray. No, but, uh, it's more so supposed is... to be like hydrochloric acid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a terrible yeah, drawing I set yeah. in. It looked like a big trash can. You have to use oh, yeah. the, you have to use the trip ray against its uh, weak against the, uh, the the robot weak against it. Straight edge man. Straight edge guy. <laughs> the guy who's never had Lovely. a high to face, so he can't handle it. Yeah. Um, so hold um, on. Did they did the if they if you win you make it into the mm-hmm. magazine but they don't put you into a game right like, nope they said that they did that they, Capcom uh, yeah. is asking them for submissions we'll pass them along to Capcom yeah but it doesn't get yeah anything. so they passed on the every all the submissions to Capcom and they'll Nintendo Power print their favorites in the magazine they so in addition on to this. one person yeah. getting their boss create added to Mega Man five or Mega Man four Mega Man five Mega Man five. Their, their top ones will be printed in the magazine. Bet you like so. some, I bet you some disgruntled worker send in their guy, Boss Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, that's so, next cool. up. If that's how it goes, then... Hey. Yeah. Back to Felix the Cat for the oh, Nintendo boy. Entertainment System. Yeah. So, if you're not familiar with Felix the Cat, uh, he has a magical bag of tricks. So, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember the cartoon... So does it transform like it does in this game here? Yeah. Mm, does it? I think it's just like infinite, I think he has isn't it? Or is it like Mary Poppins? It. Yeah, it's kind of like that. You can grab stuff out of it, or you can like stretch it and make it like a basket, and then like pull a balloon out of it, and then like it'll blow up, and then... Okay. I think he wears it sometimes, too. Like, well, if you look at the uh, the items on the screen, like his right. hat transforms into these things. Yeah, like one of those an airplane. Mm-hmm. Like one of so you get like a... Yeah, you get power-ups in them, and every time you get a power-up, 
it uh, successfully goes to the next like upgrade basically depending on the level that you're playing in yeah so in the first few levels you go from having a boxing glove type of thing by default where you like you press a button and like the boxing glove on like a big uh, I forget what it's called spring kind of thing pops yeah. out boxing glove that turns into a magic hat kind of thing where it's just like he stands still like he's wearing a top hat and a bunch of stars shoot out around him yeah. Um, and then you get like a, what they call it a rocket car. So it basically looks like a plane that doesn't fly. Yeah, it's um, super useless. Has, but like shoots out like notes, like musical notes. I'm looking where it's um, like, and then you have like a Like he's actually shooting the word bomb at you. I think it, it looks like musical notes. It's weird looking. Um, it doesn't. Doesn't look like that. I see a B and an O. Yeah, no. When I when I was playing it as a I kid, I think it was honking. Like it makes like a honking noise, and it's like or whatever. You know, like the yeah the bugle noise that the old car horns used to make. <laughs> uh huh. And then you get a tank after that, just straight up a tank. Yeah. So I actually played this game uh, quite a little bit actually for the first few levels. Uh, it's not a bad game. It's a fun platformer, uh, good for kids, that kind of thing. But uh, I will say, like you. Um, Okay, I gotta read the title here. It says, Power Up Your Pussycat. <laughs> does it say that? Oh, yeah, it sure does. Yeah. Right there. Uh, <laughs> nice. Great. So, the t if you get to the tank, like, it's not that great because you have all these, like, enemies that are uh, not tall. Yeah, And so, right when you fire you. these, like, shells, it's it going over their bit. heads. You have to, yeah. like, keep backing up, you know? So, yeah, I remember having a problem with that one. The rocket car is probably the best call in the beginning stages, at least. Some of these you don't actually... Uh, like, some of these are things that you can only use on that level, like the uh, right. the sea turtle and the life raft. Like, the diving mass sea turtle submarine, you know, that's all fine. And then it goes life raft, dolphin, umbrella. Mm -hmm. Like, those are, like, separate levels, I guess. I don't want to know what he's doing to that dolphin. Yeah, he's just <laughs> sitting on the back. You know where his dick is. It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> Look, we all know what the blowhole's for. Yep. And it's not for breathing. <laughs> well, it's called the blowhole, you know. not the breathe hole. Yeah. All right, we get it. There yeah, you go. Yeah, so you actually like this game, go. the little bit that you played it. <laughs> I think John would love yeah, this game. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I played it a little bit, too. Like, I remember playing it as a kid, so I played it a little bit, uh, I don't know, randomly a few weeks ago. And honestly, I was just so, so not impressed. I was like, this is just... A reskin of some other terrible game that I didn't want to play, like make kids with Flintstones <laughs> or something. Yeah, it was. Just I mean, super terrible. I didn't even like. It's I, not I didn't get the nostalgia from it. I'm looking at the submarine and the spaceship, and I'm just like, this is Super Mario Land. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a platformer. It's nothing like crazy uh, great about it or anything like that. It's just like a fun game, clearly made for like kids. So, it's not one that I would say, hey. The Super Nintendo's been out for for uh, how long? Almost a year now. Yeah. Um. You know, you should go out and buy Felix the Cat or anything like that. It's yeah, clearly like a, you know, cashing on the brand, trying to trying to cash on that. But it's not a bad game. It's just you know. Yeah, it's It's a platformer. 1992. So like four years after, we got to ride that wave from that <laughs> from that bomb movie. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> right. So we got yeah. some coverage of the levels and what you can expect, I guess here. Levels two and three. Uh, you get to fight in a. You get to use your tank to fight a guy in a pogo stick. Cause crazy. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then you float around in your balloon, tossing frisbees and flying your plane, and 
Yeah, we fight like some guy called like Master Cylinder. Uh, yeah, he looks like a weird. Uh, <laughs> I think he was in the movie. Hmm. From the name, Master that sounds Stone. like he was in the movie. That sounds familiar. Is but... Felix the Cat like a complete ripoff of Tron? <laughs> <laughs> like Master Control. <laughs> hmm. I love at the end of the coverage here. It just got Felix what saying, "What a game!" Oh yeah, <laughs> like, great. He's he's totally in. And then oh, apparently and he's, he's fighting. He's fighting Doctor Wily. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's Doctor Wily on the Professor's moon base. Yeah, except this guy's this guy's got a yeah. He's got an even bigger mustache than Wily, so he's like Doctor Wily's right. eviler twin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doctor Wily was like the okay. field of the two brothers, and he just like you know basically retired to making robots that keep accidentally killing each other. Meanwhile, this guy went on to go fight a cat that's really struggling yep. to keep his shit together all in one bag. Like, he's got to go collecting his shit every fucking time. Yeah. All right. That's all I had on Felix the Cat. Did you guys have anything else on it? Nope. No. But uh, All right, let's move on to Prince of Persia yes. for the NES. Fucking so And I got to say, okay, right off the bat, I'm not impressed because the artwork here keeps degrading and becoming less... Uh, Tantalizing. First, we had the artwork for the Game Boy. The snapshots. The artwork and the where it says Prince of Persia, the big splash screen. So, uh, I don't think you were there for that, Brandon. But initially, we had this full blown artwork, and it was totally racy for Nintendo Power Magazine. You got to see like this. This basically, this guy has uh, he's grabbing this this chick and and. um, you know, take it off with her, and you can totally see like side boob hanging out and leg Whoa. and all this kind of stuff. And you're here in the background is wearing nothing but his like tidy whities, huh. you know. And uh, then like the next the next uh, port came out, and uh, you know she was she was fully clothed and the hero was fully clothed. And, like, okay, and now we don't even get to see the woman. It's no, just like no, the just... the evil dude. With his uh, Salvador Dali goatee going on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, shoving no, a dagger at you. Nothing in the margin, nothing. Right, they, they just just no artwork, just like a pillar. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I mean it's the same storyline. There's a princess that's been held captive in the Sultan's dungeons, but you're the brave youth going to save <laughs> save her. Yeah, this honestly looks just like the Game Boy game. But just with more colors, like the graphics looks like crap. No, not no, not more colors. With one, with more color, what just one more mm. yellow, and it's blinding yellow. One per stage, apparently, because there's a blue level and a yellow level. All these maps <laughs> seem to be just yellow. I mean, oh, literally, so they, they just port the freaking uh, Game Boy game. Because that's what it looks like it. to me. I'm just no. I see level four. I didn't know this was on gold. the Game Boy. I only knew that it was in the arcades back in the day. I, I was really confused uh, initially mm-hmm. there because it starts at coverage on level four, and I was like, "What the fuck's wrong with the other three levels?" But it's because the other levels are done in the other books or the other magazines. It's a, in oh, the Game Boy version. The Game Boy version looks even better now that the game is in color, but the actual game stages have not changed. So because they covered the first three, yeah, yeah. it says the first three levels were covered in volume thirty-two. Yeah. So. This is the first. It, this is like the okay. first case of them actually like taking covering, covering up where they left off. Yeah, I was gonna say like taking up where. Yeah. This, like, so I called it then. They mistakes. did. This is the Game Boy game that they converted. Absolutely, this is why it looks like crap. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I love on a go back one. 
I love on page... How do I know what page this <laughs> On uh, level five, yeah, we level get to five. see the yep. exit panel, and it looks like he's doing a bit of a moonwalk or a shuffle oh, that, I, on like, the exit I panel. I took that as him going side. forward, but like with the slowest like hands in his pocket, back, <laughs> way, like, way back. Yeah, just like, doing that, like, the, like that Robert Crumb, like, keep on trucking. Keep on yeah, trucking. He like, <laughs> looks like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, just like so lazy. And then like the <laughs> weird bend that he does in the double jump section, he, he's like some like, yoga those, master. Yeah, he's jumping through these two snapping gates, and he's just like, like, leg spread, doing like a full yoga position, like a. Uh, like, what do you call it when the when the ballerina jumps in the air? Like not a pirouette. That's when she spins. Like mm. a lunge. Yeah, like a lunge. That's exactly yeah. like obviously. I mean now. It's I, a lunge and a split mm. at the same time. I feel so like he a looks. Dick he looks though. like a, a serious lack of cod piece. Yeah. <laughs> His tights are way too tight. Yep. They have swordsmen. And, like, yeah. I can't even make out what the other dude looks like. Like, the art is so bad in the yeah. game. It's like this pink snake type thing with a feather coming out. And let's take it, let's all take a look at the last uh, panel here where he finally gets, up, gets with the princess. Who looks like uh, she's serving uh, tables at uh, Manuel's down the street. <sighs> That's all I had for uh, <laughs> Prince of Persia. How about you guys? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I played the shit out of it for every version except for this one. Uh, you know, growing up. Played sounds all like of the need, other ones. Sounds like we need to put this to the taste test. Oh, yeah. I'm into that. So this one needs to oh. get played for sure. Funny thing about the emulator on my uh, DS, one of the shoulder pads like rewinds time for up to like 10 seconds. Yeah, this lucky. So if a, <laughs> if a boss hits you, you're just like, Man, uh-huh. fuck these spikes. Just like rewind, dodge the spikes, and he's like, how did you dodge that? I'm like, haha. So every game oh, for so me is... Oh, so the sands of time. Every game is Prince of Persia for me. Yeah, any any game <laughs> nice. that he plays is whatever he's playing plus Prince of Persia. And if there's like this That's thing fantastic. where you have to, And if there's this NES game where you have to wait for like two minutes for something to happen, you just hit the other shoulder button and time speeds up. And it just fast forwards. It's like fucking nice. sweet. It's like before the rewind the uh, the rewind platformer thing I think was was perfected and by uh, braid and no other game should attempt it after that game. I haven't played in my that. Really you never played the game? No. It was out for uh, the 360 Xbox Live. Yeah. Yeah, it was sure, a Xbox Live arcade game. Basically, I mean, it was it's a really good like platformer puzzler game. Yeah. Like I would consider it to be like an evolution of like Mario had they gone like a more mature route with like a platformer instead of going with like the 3D route. Huh. Well, that sounds dope. And uh, for a neat looking game, we've got uh, Little, Little Samson. Samson. Rittle Samson. <laughs> He's got four fearless fighters. Samson, he's a skilled climber that can climb rock walls and cling to cave ceilings. He's a good jumper and can knock out enemies by tossing his white bell. And then Kakira the what? dragon possesses the blue bell. With it, he can she can breathe fire and fly for short distances. Her long claws allow her good traction in the icy sections of the land. And then you got K.O. Mouse, who can knock out creatures with his green bell bombs who can also crawl through narrow passages which are too small for others and climb along the walls and ceilings. And then you have the sturdy rock warrior Gram. Or I guess he's a golem, but he's Gam. a warrior. Yeah, Gam, and he's a slow but powerful golem. He defeats his enemies by swinging a massive red bell. And Gam can also walk on sharp, sticky or spiky surfaces unharmed. So that's pretty dope. 
So, uh, has anybody played this game? Nah. No. <laughs> it looks playable. It looks interesting. I can totally get into this. Yeah, it's got a nice overhead map with the volcano, uh, Mystic Cave Palace, Capital City, Fall Swamp, Forgy Mountain, where you can play the breakdown on the banjo. <laughs> And then Takid's castle, whoever the hell Takid is. And uh, you fight monsters like... Takid, you know uh, the guy that you know rings you through a 7-Eleven? Yeah, well, the, well I, I, I wonder what his bell is like. Oh. Takid bell? Takid bell. Mm. Takid. So I, I, I did a little bit of research on bells in particular in terms of uh, Japanese culture. Okay. Since they're featured so prominently in this game. Um so the, basically, they, archaeologists have found bells in Japan uh, made of clay, which date back to the prehistoric era, 10,000 BC to 300 BC. Um, and their guess, is, they don't know why they made them, but their guess is that they were made, meant to scare away evil. Uh, in sh the Shinto religion, bells have been used at shrines and in ritual dances to get the attention of gods and bring them down among the people to offer protection. So there's a deeply rooted belief in Japanese culture that the sound of bells ward off evil and bring protection. Bring protection. So, there you go. Yeah, and uh, we see some of the bosses here, and uh, they look kind of okay. The uh, the dragon strikes for uh, stage three, of the swamp. He looks kind of cool, except you got he a you got a yellow hero, a yellow <laughs> background fighting a mm. yellow boss. And the only thing that you can actually see are the projectiles. Racist. <laughs> but it's made by a Japanese company, so it's mm. tasteful. Only they self-aware, <laughs> self-degrading. <laughs> oh, those gaijin—they'll get it. <laughs> Silly round guy—they think they can make fun of us, but no one makes fun of us yeah. better than us. You have to own the color yellow, so it doesn't sting anymore. <laughs> we, we, we take resin from Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. They got the dragon so, again in, uh, what, the volcano, stage six? Yeah. Okay, you like. look at stage six, and it's a fucking Mega Man ripoff. Look at that. Yeah. You remember fighting Mega Man 2, that dragon at yep. the end of the Dr. Wily's castle? Nah, the absolutely. dragon, the three platforms. I believe you. That's a fucking rip right I, there. I'm just excited because yep. it says, uh, oh, now you moved it on me. It says, two very strong enemies appear in the center of the volcano. First, you'll encounter a red magician who releases his zigzagging spears. <laughs> and I'm like, I want zigzagging spears. That's the only mm. thing I want for now on. That's his, forever. Christ That's his Christmas present. I want zigzagging some zigzag spears. Yeah, I want some zigzag spears. If you can make that a thing, I am in. <laughs> but all you have to do is jump over the spheres and the fire on the and fire on the magician, which obviously, if you've got your zigzags, you've got your fire. And then just use brute force. You know, that's also an option. You can just convince this guy to throw down mm. with you. And then you gotta fight up giant dragons, so I hope you add your, your fun with the first guy, cause... Yeah. And then uh, the next level has you fighting a knight that is apparently like a teal blue, <laughs> and he's fighting <laughs> against a, a teal green aquamarine uh, background. background. <laughs> you can barely see the damn thing. Amazing. Oh my god. But at least the dragon's a different color. Hey, Nintendo yeah. developers. You do realize there's more than like three colors at your disposal. <laughs> I can't believe this. Like, is it the case of that there's like one department working on backgrounds and then there's another department working on enemy sprites or something, and then never the two shall meet to like confer? Like, how does this happen? <laughs> it's like it's like people. It's like when you got a team of scientists working on a virus, 
rather than having one know everything, you're just like, yeah. okay, yeah. we're going to get this guy work on the genomes, the other guy's going to work on the phenomes, yeah, exactly. the other guy's going to work on the RNA. I think, it's a, I think it's honestly a result of, like, okay, there's a limitation of how many colors we can display on the screen. And after that, it's just a matter of, like, planning it carefully. And clearly there's no there's no planning going on because they're just, like, chucking it all in. No, oh, shit. Yeah. We it, built it out. We made our time frame. The coincidence Uh-oh. is too strong. You've got yeah. Foggy Mountain. Orange is now the color instead of yellow or teal. Yeah. <laughs> because you've got, like, the teal dragon fighting the teal boss on the teal background. And then you've got mm. the brown hero fighting the brown boss. <laughs> on the brown platform. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I was thinking... Um, like even I like, think it's just like, easier to do. Uh, I think it's got to uh, be money or time. Even like what John was saying, if you uh, look at the the teal one, like the tiniest mm. amount of communication, they could have just said, okay, look, why don't we make it so that it's like a two-tone wall? Like the bottom half is right. yellow and the top half is blue because yeah. then you'd at least be able to see his fucking legs as he's walking around. Make it purple. <laughs> yeah, make it any other color. Like, God damn it. Purple, red. Make them all white. You it's know, like they something. have like a big wheel on the wall Periwinkle. and they spin it to decide what color things are going to be, but there's yeah. only like two colors. Like, it's going to be orange it doesn't or make blue, any sense. just spin it, and they're like, yeah. okay. It doesn't make any sense. You look at the bottom right here, even the same game, you got, like, a guy that's basically all yellow-orange, yeah. but at least he's got against a blue background. <laughs> yeah. You can yeah. see him, you know? With a gray platform and orange <laughs> bricks with, like, brown yeah. bricks underneath. They probably did it, like, backwards when they were making the game, where they're, like, <laughs> the guy who's, like, in charge of making sure the game comes out is like, okay, guys, I did the last level for you. Do the rest of them, but do them shittier <laughs> right. and easier. Build it back from there. Yeah, and just like each each level mm-hmm. you guys do, just make it a little bit easier and just just make it a little bit shittier. That's all it is, right? Like this is already a great level. All you have to do is work backwards. And then when right. they heard make it shittier, they thought, well, we'll just keep mixing up the palettes and, you know, we'll not do anything different really. We'll just keep that. Uh. There you go. Because <laughs> the last one's clearly, you know, they got the boss, they got the background. And right. Like, yeah, okay. this is where they busted out the... This is where one of them probably figured out, oh, I, I learned this new thing. It's called diversity of color. That was literally <laughs> the guy. He was like at his computer doing something, and the boss walked by at the last second. He was like, oh, God, better make this look good. <laughs> and, 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 and he screwed up, hit the wrong keys, and he's just like, wait a second. You can have more than three colors of the same at the, on, the same, on, the same, on the screen at the same time? Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? He gets an instant promotion. Oh, my God, the guys are going to kill me if I tell them this. <laughs> the, number, the amount of work that we just had, like increased. Don't tell the boss this. Yeah. So let me have classified information. Did you guys mm-hmm. ever play Tiny Toon Adventures? I uh, nope. want to. I played I'm it pretty on sure the, music I think the I tried. SNES, I believe. I tried, but... Uh, oh, my God, you can come across these, really uh, these little stormtrooper ducks. Yeah. And you can, they're called Duck Vader. Duck Vader, yeah. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, that's, yeah, pretty, that's oh. pretty. That's pretty awesome. And I like that the Rocketeer for the Super Nintendo is here with a round select. So this is the only way to move past the first level because it's unbeatable. And the best part is <laughs> the best part is holding up the stage select screen as a uh, cameo by Stan Lee. Yeah, I was gonna say that looks like Stan Lee, motherfucker. <laughs> so you wanna fly with a rocket on your back? Well, you're never gonna get past the first level because it's crap. But take it from your old pal, Uncle Stan. I'll hook you up nice and good. <laughs> I was thinking, like, so you want to jet yourself off into the sky like a fucking superhero? Well, here you go. Round select. Pick your murder. <laughs> you can kill yourself in a Zeppelin. You can kill yourself in a fucking, I don't know, Andromeda. 
Armada. Armada. Hey there, true believers. When I was back ripping off Jack Kirby, I <laughs> I like to play the Rocketeer. <laughs> I like to. I also ripped off the Rocketeer by putting a glowing sphere on his chest. Totally different character. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> suspected a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you guys do a way better Stanley than I ever will. <laughs> Both of you guys. God damn. You just gotta channel okay. the, the most braggadocio yeah. you can. Yeah. You with gotta a get, slight Jewish accent. Yeah, a little just, Jewy, a little braggy. A little nasal, and you got it. Uh, well, just, it was my just, first time oh, trying to do a Stanley Stan. accent, so thank you. Just believe that you're the greatest thing yeah. in the universe, mm-hmm. that you made this world what it is. And you got the Stanley impression. If anything ever it. good comes out of this, it's going to be comic books. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he actually doesn't get paid for any of his like cameos or like the executive producer credits on the movies. And I think that's why they let him like do all that stuff is because he's free, basically. <laughs> he's rich. Huh. Yeah, I don't think he's that rich. Um well, he's but rich enough. Always. Rich enough, yes. I mean, like, if, if you've seen, like, pictures of his house, like, he probably doesn't, he doesn't, he made doesn't enough spend money. spend money. He doesn't yeah. spend it like a fucking baller, so. He's just got, right. like, an, an, up, an uptown a tenement apartment, and he's just like, oh, yes, I just get to, I, I don't have to spend enough money to show him a big shot. Uncle Stan knows he's a big shot. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so let's get into the Zelda comics comic book here. Yeah, there's nothing else here except for like Panic Restaurant, which again gotta play that game, Turtle yep. Three of the Manhattan Project. Oh my god, they're giving tips for the, the fucking Punisher casino game. kid. Oh. Nope. Moving on. Ooh, and you get bonus oh shit, we got something bonus you got, bazookas We have for the a Punisher. way to actually survive the Punisher game. Mm. I remember enjoying the hell out of this game. But now you got uh, Is that a zapper game? Oh no! It should be a zapper game, but it isn't. You can you move oh, okay. around the cursor with the A and B button, and you fight enemies like Jigsaw, Kingpin. Very good. Uh, but Jigsaw, you need oh, fuck controller two. You need a controller two control pad. I don't have a second controller on my Game Boy. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> so Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. Link is awesome. uh, suffering a two thousand flushes moment. <laughs> Where he's uh, stuck in the water tower, and immediately he learned what every Zelda player learns: fucking water levels. Yep. So the uh, the two monsters that tried to attack him were say, like grabbing onto each other, like "Help! I can't swim!" And he's like, "Let me go! Your armor's too heavy." <laughs> and Link's like, "The Master Sword's dragging me down. I'm drowning here, Ephemeralda. You're close, Link. Can Stay we- afloat a little longer." Can I just we need to pause for a second? What? Can you guys agree with me that the water temple in Ocarina of Time is like the most difficult level in like Zelda history? Oh yeah. Nope. I cannot agree that. Well, you had a more frustrating water level? No, nope, never played the whole damn thing. Oh. I fucking oh. hate Zelda. But well. <laughs> that being said, I'm gonna get tons of hate for it on the viewers, so fuck him. I don't care. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Maybe Mike will twist my arm and I'll play some Zelda. The hate test is what we're gonna start calling mm. you now. The hate test, yeah. Yeah. All so, right, I expect some beatings to occur on your side post this <laughs> recording, Mike. <laughs> but uh, Preferably well, with the sharp end of your, uh, of your DS. <laughs> no, the sharp end of his Master Sword. Yeah. There you go. Well, shit, now that's getting a little... 
I'm, I'm pretty sure some of the fans have perhaps some fan fiction shit going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, some, some Mike slash Brandon. Show them the tip fiction. of your spear. Wait, they come on. <laughs> so, we get to see. Uh, this is one of the best, better water levels in a Zelda game, I gotta say, because it's not that frustrating. Right. So, it says, like, the water level's almost up to the opening, so Link just floats to the opening, but the water keeps rising, and instead of crawling through the bricks, he ends up sliding through the bricks. And he finds a uh, sewer waterfall, which I gotta ask, what kind of sewer is made for clear water? Mm. I mean, this is the sewer, so come on, let's be honest. What link is what, what, what's Link really gonna be surrounded by? Yeah, are you sure know, this is a sewer? Like it could be aqueducts or something. Like I was thinking, it's aqueducts. Too, I don't think it's a sewer system. All right, so but that's uh, an awful lot of underground like uh, infrastructure to just put <clears> in <throat> and then not be used until some dickhead falls into it. Yeah, right. there's a, there's just there's a lot of survivable space for something that's supposed to be just made for water transfer. Yeah. So uh, the water's getting deeper, and Link's like, "No problem, I should be able to make it to the crystal." But then a shitload of tentacles come out. Link starts slicing mad and uh, lands on a massive jelly. Sliding right through it. And uh, hits like a bladder or something and ends up popping out of it. And he decides to land with his sword, uh, but then his head, (laughs) onto the crystal, which shatters it. And strangely enough, not his skull. And although that would be a great way to end, like, I guess what, the hero fucked up and, you know, he only rescued three maidens and there we go. He's just a bloody, pulpy <laughs> mess on the yeah, ground. He's, just, <laughs> he's got like a walking dead moment. And right this there. is he's how it ends. Also, it's uh, like hugely confusing to me that it, the sword pierced the crystal, whatever. His head cracked the crystal, fine, whatever. Why isn't she dead? <laughs> like, okay, even if she's being stored in the crystal and she and herself is fine, the force of the crystal breaking... Would surely ruin anything that's inside of it, mm. <laughs> or at magic. least a drop. Yeah, or, yeah magic fall after. Yeah, yeah, video game magic. And mm. then she says, "Like you're searching for Zelda, she's being held at the rock that looks like a turtle, but the rock is located at the end of this world, because apparently this world is a single flat speed, single flat <laughs> spot instead of an it's actual. Just a, it's just a flat plane. That's yeah. how this place exists. Yeah, there is no space. There is no nothing. It's just a flat." Grid, they live in a Minecraft level. Don't go. So uh, he goes. Why do they always do that? Well, she wasn't your Zelda, but do you know where Turtle Rock is? I couldn't tell you. If only I had a map. Then he goes. I heard that there's a map deep inside the ice tower. Who the hell's talking about like? Hey, you know what? I found a map that would make this world a whole lot easier to navigate. Yeah. Yeah, but I I left it in the ice world. Within earshot of Link, so he can just overhear it. (laughs) Yeah, and then. Zelda talks to him and says, I'm nearby, hurry. I'm, and then he, he realizes that Zelda's calling from beyond the wasteland, which lies on the other side of this aqueduct, which was seen, which I thought was in a grassy field. Yeah. So, uh, then... Well, I mean, like, it could be pretty long. Yep. Then he says, we're trying to find, we should try to find the map first. He goes, if this wasteland is as dangerous as you say, I've got to get Zelda out of here right away. I think history has shown that this woman is safe in her friggin' crystal until you show up. <laughs> So then the Navi, throw, Ephemerelda, shows, throws a bitch fit, and she's like, I've had it! All you do is talk about Zelda this, Zelda that, you never worry about me! Well, maybe it's because you're not in danger. Now you're on your own! <laughs> and then uh, he stumbles upon an oasis, where he realizes Zelda is being hidden, and then she's uh, wrapped up by vines, and all I'm waiting in here, all I'm waiting now is for Yoda to show yeah. up and go, Why are you here? No, man, this is clearly some kind of weird uh, 
Like Zelda's all tied up in like the kinkiest possible way. Yeah. He goes to yeah. Are those crypt. tentacles? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're spiky vines. And mm. then uh, Zelda's like, Link, come closer. And Link's like, wait a second. The girl in the crystal said Zelda was in a rock shape like a turtle. And then she uh, really gets ugly and says, I have you now, my pretty. You walked into my trap, tasty morsel. She's got a sick goatee for a witch. This is Misery Meyer, world, fam- world famous for its fine aroma of swamp gas. Here just in time with dinner, for dinner with Sir Vitrius, the master of this place. You, an illusion, you tricked me. Dinner with you was the main course. And then uh, we get to see some red bubbling swamp liquids and the tentacles constrict. Hey, look, this is Japanese drawn, so those tentacles <laughs> could be a whole lot worse. Yeah. Just be glad they're choking you to death. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're definitely uh, got a good grip around his throat there, like, you know, you would. Oh, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's definitely asphyxiating is, something. Oh, yeah, he's mm. in a full carotene right now. <laughs> That's why. That's why the fogs. It was covering, ninjas, yeah, I tell you. The fogs covering his, his fucking fog, lower half because the fo- <laughs> they don't want you to see that or that 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 tent in his tunic. Yeah, I was gonna say he's totally popping a tent inside <laughs> his little uh, skirt there. <laughs> he's Lovely. got his second master sword. Yeah, popping the poles. <laughs> and then, and then he, we see he, delicious eyeballs start popping out, and then it's a big pile of eyeballs and. Then uh, all of a sudden the swamp starts to drain and Sir Victorious's no eyeballs reason. start flying willy-nilly. And she goes, where did this whirlpool come from? Then we see two hands holding Link up. And it goes, Zor- and it's uh, Zora. And he goes, how did you get here? How did you know? Oh, how did a symbol for me to appear anywhere there is water? <laughs> Plus I cannot deny Ephemerelda's request. And then Link realizes that Ephemerelda has got his, had his back. Although the guy could have got there a little sooner because Link is as blue as the Zora. <laughs> but then it says, As the witch gets washed away. So I can't understand what why... Why, um... <laughs> fucking what's-her-name, Navi, fucked off and then went and told Jasper, or whatever the dick his name is, to go save him. Well, she wanted him to be okay, but she didn't want to be the one to do it. So she delegated. So she made her bitch boy go do it, which she's never <laughs> going to put him for. What a I don't remember uh, Zora looking like a creature from the Black Lagoon. He, yeah, he does. Well, he's feel, been uh, consistent with the, throughout the comics. I don't know what he actually looks like in the game, though. No, they got the uh, they got the face looks pretty darn good. If you mm. play The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past again, <laughs> he, he doesn't... You're going to. <laughs> Okay, if we're, if we're going to play a Zelda game, we'll start you off with the best one. At least you'll get, like, the best first impression possible. Maybe. You were lucky you didn't have this kid on when Triforce Johnson was on here, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lost that guess right quick. <laughs> all right. It would, I, Let's I'd move still, on I'd to... I'd still be uh, telling Brandon it's all your fault. Yeah. It's, it's that's right. Fault. <laughs> so let's yeah. move on to the Game Boy section. Uh, we've got uh, the Jetsons Robot Panic. Yeah, got, Which uh, looks horrible. This guy, this guy, he 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 must have the wrong boss. Mister Spacely is the one that Mister uh, Jetson works for, but the guy in the monitor is clearly Cogswell. Uh, Cogswell. Cogsworth. Yeah, Cogswell or Cogsworth, whatever. Yeah, Cogswell mm-hmm. Cog. Is he stealing from his factory or something? Maybe that's he, what he's doing. Oh yeah, that would be like he's like he's stealing the material made for the gears. Yeah, moon rocks or some bullshit. So <laughs> George gets uh, I guess brought in on industrial espionage because <laughs> <laughs> Mister Spacely is a fucking asshole. Mm. Yeah, 
So George is probably like the idiot savant, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Spacely is just like, you know what? I'm going to send this bitch out. If he succeeds, he just might get that raise. And if he fails and dies, well, then I'll just hire someone competent. Geez, that sounds like a certain king of a certain ghoul realm I happen to know of. <laughs> that you might hear more about yeah, in, probably... the, uh, in an upcoming episode of The Taste Test. So on uh, page 51, we find out he does actually go to Cogswell's factory. Oh, yeah. Um, so it says, The madman behind the robotic ruckus that has taken the city by storm is the conniving Cogswell. He's been sending radio waves from his factory to the robots of the city, causing them to go out of control. George has got to jet through the three stages of Cogswell's factory and figure out how to turn off this, the sinister signal transmitter. So that's why he's there. Apparently, oh my god, you have to rescue uh, Jane from the shopping mall. Awesome. Totally not sexist at all. <laughs> uh, daughter Judy from the concert hall. And Elroy from whatever the space ball dome is. So it looks like you can fly as Judy. So it looks like you can... Wait. Oh, so you're playing as these kids, it seems. They're well, all yeah, escaping? You, I think you take Yeah, you're character. playing as these people. Uh, uh, okay. Getting through the levels, looking for them, like... I don't know, getting out, and like, Elroy's brought his ball. So I guess he's just, like, going to vandalize his He's school. a ball tosser. He's a baller. He's a ball tosser. It says it right there. Ball tosser. Elroy, he's a ball top, It's like dodgeball, right? He's a space ball tosser. Yeah, he's tossing okay. them space salads, too. He's got his tongue out and everything. Yeah, he's just getting right in there. Man, right. I had some kind of crush on Judy Jetson when I was a kid. God damn. Well, you know, mm. you know that platinum, you know the platinum carpet matches the drapes. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I don't think she puts out. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you. In the future, yeah. <laughs> oh man. <coughs> Actually, I they bet have, you they have cogs for that. Puts out because it seems like George isn't giving it to her at all. There's a cog for that. <laughs> yeah, there's a cog for that. It's a flesh cog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna, I'm pretty sure that Jane puts out more than anybody because I uh, feel like George just isn't doing it. And she's know? a redhead, so right. there's sluts. Yeah, well, that too. So, I mean, <laughs> I always wondered why I, I was just so into redheads. Why does Judy have white hair? When oh. neither of her parents do? Mm, I bet she uh, does no. the color. She's got, she's got the milkman's hair. Yeah. That or it's the future and she's a teen the, that the dyes space, her hair. The space milkman's mm. hair. The space. Yeah. Okay, that I can believe. Love that it. I'm on board. <laughs> Delivers the milk and, and it's got like little rings around the top of the jar for no fucking reason. And you're like, okay, it must be space milk. Yeah, it's space milk. <laughs> space milk, all right. Jetson okay. doesn't have a chance. My scheme is foolproof. Well, it's a good thing we sent a fool. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Nothing is so, foolproof against a sufficiently talented fool. I love it in the game when you see the screenshots of George flying. He just looks so nonchalant and just like not giving a fuck about what he's trying to do. It's like the jetpack <laughs> is just pushing him to the next objective. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next game for Game I Boy. Spit my pop. <laughs> is uh, Doctor Franken. So they couldn't even uh, get it right and call him Frankenstein. They call it Dr. Franken. Um, did you guys play this game at all? I, I guess they didn't want to add the Stein because I guess the, the author of this game was like anti-Semitic. <laughs> so he was just like, fuck the Stein. Big castle, small monster. <laughs> Urgh, I must find my body parts. Put Bitsy back together. So you it know, says, you know, you know, oh, you know, Frankie, you only need one of those parts. Right? Uh, the rest is negotiable. Yeah. <laughs> so is he trying to put his girlfriend together? It says, ever since Dr. Von Frankenbone went six feet under, his kind-hearted experiments, <laughs> Frankie and Bitsy. Okay, Frankenbone is definitely a porn name. 
That's like oh, some yeah. horror porn name. Yeah, it's definitely a necrophilia <laughs> porn name. What the Fresh fuck? Bone. Well, welcome to Dr. Frankenstein's castle. Mm. Yo, actually, like... Brandon, little, like, do a Google search. See if you can find a porn named Frankenbone. Okay, well, I can probably one. do you one better, because I was circumcised <laughs> when I was 16, and I often call my dick Frankencock. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I want to see if I can get Mike to spit take on his computer. You got circum... Hold on. You got circumcised <laughs> when you were 16? Yeah, I thought we covered this in the Flame of Power. Fuck no. I don't think I missed this. I, I was definitely no, we wasn't would, here for this. we would not forget this. Yeah, I was 16 and I was sleeping with this girl. It was my first time. Well, not like then. It wasn't my first time, but like... It was going to be first, your first time? No, this, the, no, no. This is 16. The Smooth Criminal was already a freaking pro back then. Right? <laughs> no, I mean, it wasn't see, like that, but like we had been... Didn't wait to the ripe old age of 22 like the rest of and us? And it was a few months in... And then she was like, hey, uh, you're not circumcised. And I'm like, yeah, so? And she goes, well, it's supposed to retract. And I'm like, no, it's not, you idiot. I've had it my entire life. It doesn't do that. It's not a fucking sunroof. You're out of your dream. She's like, no, no, no. Go to the doctor and talk to him. He'll explain it. So I'm like, okay. So I go to the doctor. And he's like, okay, well, here's the thing. She's not wrong. But, like, as a young boy, you're supposed to be shown by your parents that you got to retract the foreskin and clean it in the shower. And I'm like, okay, never got that lesson, but, I mean, I haven't had an infection, so it's fine, right? And he's like, well, here's the thing. Because you never retracted it uh, growing up, it didn't stretch at all. So now that you're a young adult and you get erections, it doesn't stretch around it. Oh, phimosis, that's what it's called. When you don't stretch the... Uh, is there a name for this that I yeah. don't even know? Oh, trust... I, I, How I do you know even more know about this? this okay. <laughs> of course... How much penis features have you been doing, Mike? <laughs> no. I read... My cock looks I, just like I, this. I, I don't... I, that's I, why I called it that. <laughs> it's, it's called phimosis, and it's definitely... I found this by... Uh, I downloaded, like, a ton of hentai, and throughout several... Condi- throughout several issues, they kept mentioning like, "Oh well, you can't do that. I have phimosis," and I'm just like, "Is this like a fucking theme in Japan?" Like, <laughs> how do you spell it? Like, it is just like mentioned so many oh. so, times. Okay, so what's the deal? Like, if you don't like pull the skin back when you're young or something, yeah, well, you're it young doesn't and you're- uh, become elastic, and so it just sticks up there. It always kind of covers around the head. Yeah, basically, like as you're growing up and you're getting older, when you pull it, it becomes. You it, know, it's more the inability. Elastic. Yeah, phimosis is the mm. inability of the prepuce to be retracted behind the glands in uncircumcised males. Oh, Nearly interesting. All males are born with congenital phimosis, a benign condition that eventually. Come on, love you, <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, back to my thing, though. Long story short, the doc goes, yeah, it's supposed to do that, and it doesn't. And normally, like, it could be fixed with, like, a cream or whatever, but because you didn't do it, your 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 foreskin has fused to the back of your penis. Oh, like, wow. Like, the head of your penis. So I'm like, okay, cool. Deal with it. Get a razor in there and fix it. So sure enough, I got scheduled for the day after my 16th birthday for my oh circumcision. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and now birthday. I call my dick Frankencock. That never would have happened to me. The second, like, I would have, like, been like, oh, frig, this thing turns inside out. My dick's like a pop So, <laughs> So, so did you... Like, get under there. <laughs> so did you lose your virginity before the surgery? Yeah. Yeah. So what... Weird. Okay. So how did it... Did it what, was the, what was the feeling? Was it different? And how different? Oh, my God. Like, like, after the surgery, it was insane. Like, wearing pants or anything, it was just mind-blowing. It, it was like... <laughs> imagine... Okay, like... You're, you're it making was like a, an albino in the sun. You're making a fist right now, right? And you can take your other hand and you can put it on top of that fist. And you can clearly feel, like, in your brain, you can determine where your left hand and right hand start and stop, right? Right. Now, imagine you just took sandpaper, 
to your fist hand and did that all over, and then you tried to touch it. Like, you'd know where your left hand started yeah. and stopped, but your fist that you sandpapered, yeah. you have no idea. It's yeah. a burning ball You take of something anger. that's made no contact with anything, that's <laughs> yeah. never hit the lining of underwear, <laughs> dragging across that oh. fiber constantly. Oh, my God. You just don't develop that microcallus that you need. And not only oh. that, but then you got the stitches that are supposed to dissolve, but they don't, and they're just sticking out all left and right oh. and stuff. Yeah, and it's like, that's, that's why I call it Frankencock, because it's still got the... Neck bolt marks, I call them. <laughs> it says, oh, uh, so, so is the stitches sticking out of it? No, no, it's just got like the holes from it. No, the he holes from no, it. No, he yeah. left the bolts in. Yeah. <laughs> left the bolts in. He left the bolts in. Yeah, it's, it's, wow. it's for an interchangeable tip. <laughs> so what? He's got what's the, the kind, he's what's got the kind the of block, reaction you get? He's got the blockhead, the circle head, the corkscrew Most head. often, it's not like, it's, it's more often like, oh, that's not so bad. Because I usually tell people, like, up front and make a big joke out of it. And then eventually if a lady sees it, she's like, oh, that's not as bad as I thought. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so apparently, it's better if you make a big fun of it first. Then it's, yeah. you know. So if you download any hentai, hmm. chances are you're going to come across the term famosus. <laughs> that is insane to think okay. of. Yeah. So who says that reading Japanese porn doesn't teach you anything? I know okay. some fucking medical shit. Legit yeah. <laughs> medical shit. That's true. I also, knew. I knew what you went through, and you never even bothered to learn the name of what you had, and I knew it. Mike's also familiar with how many tentacles can fit in a woman at one time. <laughs> and the answer is always enough. All right. So. Back to you. Thank you for sharing, Brandon. That was fascinating. Um, uh, Batter Dr. Dr. Von Frankenbone. <laughs> Which is now Brandon's new nickname. Yep. Dr. Yes. Von Frankenbone. Uh, it says not... Uh, Why is it in a wall? Cast- We saw this picture of, of a Famosa stick, and it's through a brick... No, that's, it's through a blue no, that's brick the, wall. That's the fucking operating table. It just happens mm-hmm. to look like a blue brick wall. No, they got like the fucking, you know, like the, the, the this hospital is like the, sheets and like, like, oh this yeah. Is, this is like the saddest glory hole ever. Have you never had a, a surgery or something? <laughs> Not on my cock. Well, you have a surgery anywhere. When they lay you down, they like open you up and they put they down put that like, like yeah. J cloth stuff, you know? I asked to see yeah, what it's the like o- tarps. I asked yeah. to see what the operating room was like, but they're like, sure, drink this. And I'm like, okay, so what's the operating room going to look like? And then I'm re- being wheeled down the hall on my cock. Oh, man. Things. The worst part about this, like, the picture that's actually here, it's like, it's it's like a proboscis that's like fused shut. Yeah. Oh well, god. I'd love to talk about this some more, but Brandon has to uh, catch a bus, take off to get oh, home. Okay. Hey listeners, thanks for listening. I'll be out of here, but I'll be back soon. Don't worry, you won't miss me. Love yous. Bye. <laughs> bye. I'll say. I'll talk to you later, Ben. Later. Well, that was fun having Brandon here. Uh, shame he had to leave so soon, but buses suck. Mm-hmm. I hear you love to smell with them. Yeah, it. Uh, this whole place probably smells like the inside of his pocket now. Hmm, smells like the inside of a bong. <laughs> Very nice. All right, yeah. so we were at uh, Doctor Franken here. Um, <laughs> so it's okay. Not How long the hell ago, could they have made this without laughing? I don't know. Those horrific hooligans shrunk Frankie down to half his normal height and took Bitsy apart, scattering the pieces. In this ghoulish adventure, you've got to guide Frankie to all of Bitsy's pieces and help him put them back together. You know, really, you only need one part. <laughs> I'm pretty sure John would agree. Yeah, and he would not go for the for the head. John would just go for one level, and it's like, 
Why, why the fuck is the music still going? Game over, man. <laughs> Game over. I got the piece I needed. <laughs> John's got his own little perverted Ferris Bueller moment. Mm. Just looking at the screen. Why the Lovely. fuck are you still here? Game's over. <laughs> Go home. This is, a, this is a not very good looking game. Um, it's really kind of dark um, and difficult to discern what's on screen. Um, and we have, so you yeah, can and recharge the, Frankie's yeah. battery, apparently. The color inserts here are just completely misleading. Like, you get to see Frankie just taking like a leisurely stroll. He's not fighting anybody. He's not grabbing any power-ups. He's just walking mm. along the fucking parapet of his castle. And right. the other one, he's just reading some books. Mm-hmm. It's just so awful. And another, oh my God, uh, uh, as it goes further around, you got, he's strolling down this dark uh, passage and it looks like he's got like a hoodie on that's all scuffed up and he's just taking a leisurely stroll. It's like, uh, is he fighting anything in here? I don't really see him fighting any enemies. Yeah, oh my God. Look at page top of page 57. Apparently he can shoot lightning bolts. You see that? Oh my gosh. Who is he? He's got like a Hadouken going on. (laughs) I guess. This is a weird game. It's like, they didn't want to, you play as Dr. Franken, I guess. Or Frankie. Oh, he plays Frankie. Talk about a cock up. It talks about floor seven being a maze of identical rooms. You'll only find safe passage by making a map. Gee, you know where else I would like to find a map? My fucking issue with Nintendo Power. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Gail. Speaking of, yeah. <laughs> speaking of maps, let's move on to the next game by game called Kingdom Crusade. That crusader's not fighting a Muslim. What's going on? I know. What, is he fighting like a, like a Viking? I know you I don't remember them uh, trying to take over uh, Sweden. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the uh, the Templars were fighting like the Hashhashins or... Right. Yeah. The Moors. Yeah, the original assassins. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, instead you play like what looks like Sir Robin of Loxley walking along a picket fence. <laughs> right. Like, what the hell is this shit? And then you flip it to the other side and it looks like those old... Uh, did you ever read the newspaper section? Well, the section of the newspaper where it would have... Uh, <laughs> I'm like, the newspaper? What is this? Printed material you speak of. Yeah, the the the, the printed sec the section of the newspaper that had like games, and it would mention like uh, like near the horoscopes, mm. it would have like card games, and it would just show like all the different suits and clubs and diamonds and all that. It's like as, oh, no. as, as a kid, you'd have no fucking idea what the hell they're talking about. But I think they're supposed to be like giving out like strategies for gin, rummy, or bridge, or poker, or something. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I just yeah, look the at map the, is I look awful. at the fields of battle, and I'm just like. Okay, like uh, a pyramid, a radiation hey. symbol, a tree, a pile of dog shit. Like, what the hell is all this shit? I see Link in some of these pictures. Mm-hmm. So it's a battleground, and you play as a bunch of different characters, essentially. So it's kind of like chess, almost. And you see this overworld map that shows the location of your characters. Um, so you basically will zoom in on one one thing, one section at a time, I guess. And um, you beat an enemy character like one on one. It's kind of interesting, I guess, uh, in that respect. So you have to be tactical, and you have to have like sort of this 
um, side-scrolling adventure so beat 'em up. So does that mean like if you're fighting, advancing on one plane, that you would be losing ground on the other if you didn't engage? I think so. Yeah. That's pretty ambitious for a Game Boy game, I gotta say. Mm hmm. Yes, let's move the cursor over a square and select a character. The view changes to a close up scene where you can move your character, jump, pick up items, and fight battle. By battles. The goal of your crusade is to capture all the enem enemies' characters or castles. So, yeah, it's best basically like chess, but um, you're digging in at each. Uh, <laughs> each individual battle and you had to prove your might not just with a move but also with uh, your game playing prowess so you can hear all the different pieces on the board you get, you get a king piece you got a queen you get a wizard a knight paladin what's that viking we talked about earlier the bowman and then the giant the paladin is supposed to be like an armored healer so this guy's completely dressed poorly like if you've seen paladins yeah. in games it's like a holy knight. This guy, yeah, right? yeah. This guy's like a fucking berserker. Yeah, that is not a paladin. Which should have been the role of the giant. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's an interesting concept. Um, I wonder if it was any good. I didn't get a chance to play this one, unfortunately. Yeah, maybe I should play it on my DS then. Yeah. Or maybe somebody can recommend it for the uh, taste test in the uh, comment section on the Facebook mm. page. There you go. Oh no! Here's the game. We're Speaking of things gonna... to uh, to recommend for oh, for Mike and Brandon to play, Barbie Game Girl. Whoa. So <laughs> I love Barbie's hand gesture. Uh, fresh from her success on the NES, like she, the she, popular like, heroine Barbie. She looks like she's ready to. She looks like she just raised the roof and now she's dropping it down. <laughs> she's on a search for the perfect outfit at the fantasy mall, but her adventure is far from just a fashion show. It looks like she's, she's saying, I know Ken doesn't have anything there, but if he did, I want it to be this big. <laughs> she somersaults over obstacles, power walks through packs of enemies, and swims the seas as a mermaid <laughs> in seven action-packed stages. Did you just say power walk? Yeah. Power walks through packs of enemy so, energies. So she, like, throws out elbows on her enemies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. This lady's dropping elbows like Randy Savage, just like. <laughs> don't yeah. don't tell me there's an actual game in this. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Did you say there was a line here? I don't think so. <laughs> um, you better open up another register. <laughs> <laughs> you better open up a register, or you better call nine one one. Right. I'm guessing it's an easy game because it says it's not suited for players who may not find games such as Operation C or Double Dragon up their alley. Um, and there's also a matching game, I guess. Which allows them to take a break from the action and rake in bonus points. So this is sort of a weird uh, platforming game that has a different theme with each uh, level. You got one that's like a mermaid aquarium. Uh, but it says you can make her swim fast by tapping the A button. Watch for sharks and fall falling planks. I say if you're in the mermaid aquarium... I don't really know what you're supposed to do. If you're in the mermaid aquarium, you got to watch out for John. Well, not in this case, because this one is uh, the standard mermaid configuration with the, the human head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What's the uh, Master Shake? He's in this game, apparently, in stage three, Soda Shop. Oh, my God. They um, have Master Shake from Aqua Teen Hunger Force in here. <laughs> 
this woman, she comes into the mall. She's just throwing elbows in people's faces. And I'm like, hey, don't do that. Just because I got elbows doesn't mean you got to brag. Uh, that's that's Meatball right there. Meatball looks like he's right next to him, too. <laughs> yeah. You know, Meatball is like, you know, I just learned that I can uh, grow legs and walk. Yeah, there it is. So now I don't mm-hmm. have to roll around. That's like my oh, a fucking horrible Meatwad. I'm not even trying. <laughs> yeah, Meatwad. That's if, his name. That's if, right. if I did, I'd be like, I'd have to like hit a higher voice, and and I gotta like, I have my door open right now because again, mm-hmm. Br- Brandon left a uh, a, uh, a, 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 a cloud st- a stoner's musk like pig pen. Mm-hmm. Lovely. <laughs> okay, uh, they got a toy store. Which is filled with alphabet blocks. They got a, another mermaid aquarium, so they got lazy. Uh, and they have two types of the same <laughs> level. They have a musical maze. It's filled with notes and discs. Hop onto this hit parade to find a way out. I gotta tell you, that's gotta be probably the most annoying level configuration I've ever seen. And then there's a dressing room on the top floor. Makeover, 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 makeover. So you can see what Barbie looks like in a horrible uh, 4-bit graphics um, in black and white. If you're going shopping like this, you need a montage. Montage. See which pieces of clothes will fit and which outfits will look like shit. You need a montage. Montage. I think the theme song for this game should be... uh, Let's go to the mall <laughs> today. today. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, poor Brandon gets to miss his favorite comic, The Super Mario Adventures. I think this is everyone's favorite comic. Link is Link is good, but it just doesn't mm-hmm. deliver the same amount of whimsy mm-hmm. as this. And hold on, I got to close the door because Dad is a fucking noisemaker. Hold on. We did have two of those pot lollies. <laughs> yeah, forget the pausing of the marker. Just okay. Well, now I got to do it. So now we get to see Mario and Luigi. They're encountering the haunted mansion that is typical in Super Mario World, and their uh, their their hats are sweating. Don't know how, but. But uh, with good reason. And uh, we read in our last episode, the Mario troop learned that you can't count Koopa out too soon. Just as they were celebrating victory, he returned to nab the peril-plagued princess and carry her off mm-hmm. in his Koopa copter. Mario and Luigi mounted an airborne pursuit aboard Yoshi, who, to their amazement, sprouted wings after eating a Koopa shell. They soon learned at 3,000 feet that his wings could disappear as quickly as they appeared. Well, that's not true. Only, they only disappeared because they made Yoshi talk. Mm-hmm. When Yoshi spit out the shell, the trio plummeted to Earth, landing before an eerie but inviting chalet. And Mario's like, Mamma mia, what a peculiar pad! And Luigi's like, Oh, maybe <clears throat> it's someone's vacation retreat. I think we're due for a little vacation ourselves. Let's see if we can rest here. I don't know, like, it's... I mean, like, Luigi in the cartoon is like, Hey, yo, bro! But in the uh, games, he's always like, Hey... So yeah. it's hard to pin down Luigi's voice. I can't do it for him. He's always hungry, right? 
Luigi, eh, no, he's a skinny guy. I say Mario's hungry. You know mm. how you know how humor works in uh, in comics. It's the fat people that are always hungry. That's why they're fat. Well, Luigi's really hungry in the first one, saying so he won his meal, right? Oh yeah, well, the skinny people got to eat eventually. I mean, it's hard to tell. Mamma mia! What a particular, peculiar bed. Let's Maybe go in. Maybe it's someone's uh, vacation retreat. Yeah, I think we got to go. got a lower voice. That's why. That's why. Yeah, we got to go for the. Uh, what was it like, Dan Wells? That was uh, Luigi on the Super Mario Super Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they find that they're on a camera, closed circuit camera TV, and uh, who's watching them? Gong. I don't know why that sound effect is there. But dun, dun, dun. I think that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. So it's all the it's Koopa and his kids. And Wendy's like, the fools, they fell for it. Ha ha, mi casa e su casa. Make yourself at home, my unsuspecting travelers, you'll be staying. Mario knocks, says it looks like no one's home. And then Luigi just takes it as like, well, if nobody's answering the door, then nobody must live here at all. So then he says, we got the place to ourselves, come on. They open up the door, and then uh, Mario says, wait, don't go in. And then uh, the Koopalings are like, Trent, they're stopping. And Scoopa says, like, silence, you'll see they're too nosy to turn back now. Hey, take it easy on the overalls, bro. I'm telling you, Weege, I got a weird feeling about this. The jig's out, they know it's a trap. <laughs> and then Louis, and then that shows like a nice cutscene of Bowser and Mario telling their uh, respective audience mark my words they're tired hungry and best of all lost this cozy little bungalow is just too tempting for a snoopy pair like the mario bros and it's unlocked which makes it irresistible wait luigi we may be tired lost and worst of all hungry but we must keep our wits about us there's something strange about this place my gut tells me it's a trap come on let's get out of here mm-hmm. and then all the all the kids give koopa that really stare and then uh, Bowser's like, <laughs> he's got like the, uh, the the dripping eyes going, wait, I've yet to play my trump card. And he pushes a button. And then as Mario's walking away, he goes, hurry, Luigi, let's go now. Hey, you're just, you're just being a paranoid. You don't understand. It's like a mouse trap. The inviting smell of cheese lures the mouse in and bang. Speaking of cheese, that, that's, that smells like a fine provolone. I just can't resist that aroma. You know, this is like the cabin in the woods, isn't it? I gotta say, provolone has got to be like the blandest cheese like ever. <laughs> but did I you, don't know that it smells like anything. It's just like, oh, here's like bland cheese smell. Did you ever uh, see the cabin in the woods? Was that, uh, I'm trying to think if I did or not. I don't think so. No, I did not. I saw the cabin by the lake one, I think. Well, this is the one, uh, yeah, because I think like, I never saw it, but I heard like there's like a scene where uh, cabin fever. That's what I. Yeah, that's what I saw. There's a scene that has like uh, people that are being triggered to certain responses by uh, smells and pheromones that are uh, pumped into mm. the vents. Because mm-hmm. uh, th- these guys like they have to like make these teenagers die in uh, traditional Hollywood in traditional slasher films sense. Oh, I see. Was that the Josh Whedon yeah. one? Oh, okay. So, uh, oh, well, of course, it's a meta movie. So, of course, Whedon's right. going to be involved. Mm-hmm. And then Luigi, oh, yeah, we're right. Luigi's the one that's like just thinking with his stomach. And he's like, I just can't resist that aroma. 
No, Luigi, mm. come back here. Luigi. And then Yoshi charges in, but no, he, Yoshi ain't coming in. And Yoshi ain't coming out, apparently, because the door's about to slam on his neck Rancor style. But he pulls his head back just in time, and he's like, Oh, Yoshi! Oh, this is a fine mess. Now we're locked in. And then Koopa's just like, uh, <laughs> Just as I uh, predicted, my plan worked perfectly. Superior mind, superior strategy. A great plan. I think it was luck, pure and simple. Well, now that I've muffled the meddlesome Mario's, I can get back to planning my perfect wedding. <laughs> and he pulls out a fucking handkerchief and he starts like tiptoeing and uh, meandering away. <laughs> he was, was like vippity skippity as he's just meandering down, down the hall. He's got like hearts coming out. His eyes are rolling back. He's blushing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's the one that's going to end up in the dress before Peach does. And then uh, Luigi, Mario's walking down the hall saying, Hey, Luigi, where are you? And then behind him comes the Boo. But Mario turns around and Boo's all blushing and covering up his eyes. And he goes, Hey, are you following me? But then another Boo comes up from behind him and bites Mario right on the ass. And then Luigi turns around and says, Cut that out! And then the other Boo opens up his mouth and says, Lear. And then chomps Mario. And then Mario's like, Fuck this, I'm out of here! Meanwhile, Luigi's just following his nose like Toucan Sam. And then we get to mm. see a massive piece of cheese in front of a fan. They've even got, like, strips in the fan. And like, that's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. But he goes, now that's a chunk of cheese. And that fan explains, but it doesn't matter because he's like... And then he's like, ah, oh, this is too good to pass up. Say cheese. Ah, oh, perfectly aged provolone. Now... If you're starving, is a block of cheese the... F the f <laughs> oh, not first. Second, is it even the last thing you would think of when you're going through the fridge? Like, I just want to eat a fucking block of cheese. <laughs> it's like a stick of butter. <laughs> I'm just chat out on this butter here. So... Uh, as he's eating, more boos show up, closing in, closing in, and Luigi's just oblivious because he's in cheese mode right now. And then Mario picks mm -hmm. in, Luigi, look behind you! And he turns around, and the boos are, and his nose is bumping into a boo who's uh, covering up his eyes all bashful like because that's what they do. And then and he's like, ah! And he's got like three tears coming out of his eyes at the same time. Ah, boos, I'm surrounded! Don't turn your back on them. They're bum-biting boo buddies. I think it's the first <laughs> time I've ever seen bum used in a comic. Yeah, really. And then he goes, move Luigi back up against the wall. We're outnumbered. Oh, me and my big nose. Trust me, keep sliding along the wall. And as they back into the, as they go backing against the wall, they come into an alley. There's like a nice hallway. And behind that hallway is the biggest boo of all. King Boo. Mm -hmm. Or Big Boo. King Boo. Uh, and then... We, All right. So well, we're, that's that's going to be enough for part one, I think. And we'll pick it up at part two with Counselor's Corner next time. Yep. So uh, if you'd like to reach out to us in between, um, please check out our website, playingwithpowerpodcast.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash... Playing with Power Podcast. You can send a tweet to Mike at GetThePower88. You can 
Go to patreon.com slash playing with power to donate a few dollars to become a sponsor for the show, uh, which would be wonderful. And as always, you can please take a take a moment to go on iTunes and give us a rating and review. We'd appreciate that. And uh, I th- th- think I got it all. Well, also, uh, I'm on a uh, episode of uh, the Is It Worth It podcast talking about Parasite Eve with friends of the show Blaine J and uh, James Milholland. And on their other show, uh, Video Games the Movie, I will, uh, that episode will be released soon. I will be discussing There Will Be Brawl. Okay. So uh, if you want to check out their show, Is It Worth It is where Blaine talks about uh, his favorite games and uh, the asking price that they have on eBay and is it in his experience like, is it worth it? Uh, can you get it better elsewhere? Or should you like just not pay for it? Mm. And uh, Video Games the Movie just talks about games based on, like movies based on video games or having video game themes like war games. Mm. And if you guys want to check out more of Mike and Brandon, um, they now have kicked off the Taste Test uh, podcast series, which is also on our network. Yeah, so if well, you subscribe to the feed, you will get both Playing With Power and the Taste Test. We'll be airing the Taste Test on a uh, bi-weekly basis, so it'll be a little less, but it will be consistent. All right. So thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And now you're playing with power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing with.